Hallelujah. So this is 2024. I am so excited about your grace to be revealed. And I know that God is in to do something that is going to change history. So, so, so I gave some word at the rooftop, and today I'm going to continue. But before that, I want to talk quickly about open doors. We said it's a year of open doors. And say it again. It's a year of open doors. And the rising of the suns. So today I'm going to talk about the open doors part. And then we're going to move on with the rising of the suns. Amen? So quickly let's go. And I want you for those who are taking notes. You see, I'm not an evangelist, so I cannot come here and shout all the time. I need to talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. I cannot run around here all the time. There will be a time for that, but not now. We need to speak to you. Yes. Hallelujah. And say, what is an open door? Now, according to Scripture, according to Scripture, an open door often symbolizes access to blessings. Say, access to blessings, opportunities, and new phase in life. So it most of the time symbolizes access to blessings, opportunity, and new phase in life. Now, these open doors are entry points for which God's favor and provision flow. So I say there are entry points for which God's favor and provision flow. Now, an open door also can mark the opening of spiritual gates to give access to the realities into a superior realm of his spirit. Hallelujah. It's an entry point. It's an opening that gives access to the realities of a superior spiritual realm. In the book of Revelation, chapter number 4, verse 1, I want you to listen carefully. Revelation 4, 1. He says, after this thing, I look and behold a door standing open in heaven. After this thing, I looked and behold a door standing in, open in heaven. And the, the first voice which I've heard was like the trumpet speaking with me, saying, come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. He said, the voice I've heard sound like a, sounded like a trumpet. Let me stop here and make this statement. Every open door has a voice connected to it. And you need to understand that when a door is open, one person can hear the voice and other people won't. John was in the island of Patmos, and John was the only one that heard the voice and saw the door. Now, if John has to testify about, his people sitting with him will say he was lying. Because John heard the voice. I'll give you another example. One day Jesus was talking, and the Bible said a voice came from heaven. When Jesus said, Father, it's time for you to glorify your son, he said, I have glorified you. I have glorified my name already. They said, and people thought it was the founder. They thought that noise was a natural uh, happening, 
But what was said, Jesus heard a distinct voice speaking to him. So sometimes things are happening and we all are in the same place and we don't experience it the same way because we are not at the same level of growth. So when we talk about open doors this year, for some people they might not see doors opening. Why? Because they are not at the place to behold the open doors. The Bible says, God said to John, come up here. Why would John, why was John, why was he supposed to come up? Because you cannot be down and experience heights. Somebody hear me this morning. So those to whom I'm talking to this morning, if you want to experience God's open doors, you need to change the way you do things. You cannot continue to be lazy and yet proclaim open doors. You cannot continue to live anyhow and yet proclaim open doors. There is a condition attached to experiencing open doors. And those conditions are not conditions that are set to disqualify us. These are rules of engagement. And when there are rules of engagement, if you want to be successful, you need to, you need to propel yourself and put yourself in the context of those rules in order to be successful. If a soccer game is being played and you are on the bench, you have no opportunity to, pull a goal, to put a goal in. For you to put a goal in, you need to come on the field. Although the game is being played, you are inactive because you are not an actor. So right now, God is doing many things, but many people will not experience it because they're not actors of the things of His Spirit. I'm here to tell you, church, this year, change the way you do things. If you are doing good, do better. If you are doing better, do excellent. If you are doing excellent, do perfect. <laughs> My God, help us. Help us, help us, help us. If, if five-minute prayer couldn't do, mount it up to ten minutes. If ten minutes couldn't do, mount it up to half an hour. If half an hour cannot do, mount it up to an hour. Do it until you see God moving in your life. If the way you've been handling scripture is not working, it's time to sit down and say, wait a minute. I have been ordained by God. Why am I not seeing what God says? I need to fix something. Somebody don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> open door. Somebody say open door. Now, in the Bible story, the opening of the doors, amen, are sometimes natural doors. Look at in Act 12. Peter was in jail. And the gate of a prison opened. It was a physical thing. Although it was influenced by the supernatural, but the physical need to align in order for God to be glorified. I'm telling you, when you talk about open door, it's not just spiritual. Some of the items in your house that were not working, I prophesy to them today. In the name of Jesus, let that fridge kick in and start to work. Let, my God, my God, let that gate suddenly start to work. It's not just spiritual. There are things in your house that need to hear the voice of the Lord. Hey, hey, hey. It's not just about spirit. Sometimes you need to lay your hands on that thing and say, hear the word of the Lord, oh, you car, in the name of Jesus. 
Because we have some stuff that still finance. Yes. Yes. When you fix the tire, oil is coming. When you fix oil, something is happening. Sometimes you need to know that I am a child of God. I will not allow the devil to steal from me like that anymore. And now, if you do it and it does not come, now you lift up your hand and you say, Lord, I need a new one. Keta, kata, kata, kata. Somebody hear what I'm saying. It's not just in the spirit. Sometimes it must be in the natural. The doors in the book of Acts 16 that opened in the prison were not spiritual doors. The Bible said Peter and Paul and Silas were in prison. And God came to visit the prison at midnight and suddenly the foundation of this prison shook and the doors were open and the shackles broke. My God. Doors, opening of the doors are both spiritual and natural. Say to your neighbor, they are both spiritual and natural. Hallelujah. Now you need to know that the opening of doors are God's doing. Open doors are not the manipulation of human beings. You cannot open the door for yourself. Hallelujah. If you open a door for yourself, you encounter trouble that you cannot deal with. It means you cannot manipulate your way through your open door. You need to wait for God's timing in your life. Yes, some of you are impatient and you start to manipulate your way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to get married, even 20 years your husband is not coming. Now you take a boyfriend, you are manipulating your way. Listen to me. Kata, 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 shente, sede. You are a manipulator. And then trouble is at the gate of that manipulation. Let me hear my voice. I'd rather die a bachelor that die with a boyfriend that takes me to hell. I, oh my God, I'd rather keep my salvation that lose it on the altar of pleasure, of sexual immorality. I, we are here to shake the city. Hey, 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 hey. We, are not to pre- we are not here to preach a Baptist message. We are not here to preach a Methodist message. We are not here to preach a Catholic message. We are not here to preach a divine message. We are here to preach the Bible. I'm not talking as a minister of divine restoration. I'm talking as a saint one by God Almighty. I don't care about your name, the name of your church. I don't care about your religion. I care about one thing. What is written is written, and man cannot do away with what is written. Come on. We need to have changes. We need to push you to change. Yes. This year, if you cannot swim in the river, I will kick you in the river. And you learn to swim there. Hey! Hey! God is the one that opens doors. Revelation 3 8. He said, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. And because of that, the door I have opened, no demon in hell will be able to shut it down. No man in your workplace will be able to shut it down. This year, when God wants to give you a promotion, 
your colleague, doesn't matter the gossip, it shall happen. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul talks a lot about open doors. I want to read first few scriptures. In the book of uh, 2 Corinthians, chapter number 12, 2, verse 12. 2 Corinthians 2, 12. He says, furthermore, when I came to trials to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord. So open doors are also in the, in the area of preaching the gospel. So God will give open doors for you to be able to preach the gospel. He will set up circumstances and situations and set you up so that you may be able to release the word of God in your heart. So there is an open door for the gospel. Acts chapter number, Colossians chapter number 4 verse 3. He said, at the same time, pray for us also that God may open to us door for the words to declare the mysteries of Christ on account of which I am a prisoner. So Paul was in a physical prison but not a spiritual one. He said, pray for me so that a door may be opened so that I may declare the mysteries. Ah. So, so, so there, is, there is a difference between just preaching the word of God and and unveiling the mysteries of the word. So there is a door that is open for you for evangelism, but there is a door for some people that is open for them to break down the mysteries of the kingdom. And this year, all those doors are standing open in heaven so that the revelation of God may come to you like never before. Hallelujah. And he carries on, he said, I want to read another scripture, Acts 14, 27. He said, and when they arrived and gathered to the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. There is a door that is called a door of faith. This time, a door of faith will be opened and only those who are violent will step into that door of faith. It will take boldness like a lion. It will take you not to consider the realities around you and step into the unseen. A door of faith. The Gentiles were not supposed to be there in, the, in terms of, of, of receiving the gospel. They were, they, were, they were cast out by Jews because they thought the gospel was just for them. But a door was opened to the Gentiles. Whenever this year, let's, let me tell you something. When situation will come around you, look for the door of faith because the door of faith will be opened for you to go above the situation. Hallelujah. I say a door of faith. Say a door of faith. Father, I pray for this congregation now. That faith may arise in their heart. I'm not just praying for the faith to be saved. I'm praying for the gift of faith. That it may come to each one of us. With strength and might. In Jesus name. Amen. Are you there? Now, the opening of the door will usher in the rising of the suns. I'll talk about that, so I'll go over it. Amen? Now, you need to understand that a door, an open door does not just attract favor. It attracts also enemies and trouble. When the door is open, scripturally, not only good things come. Other stuff comes too. But you need to have the intelligence <laughs> to rebuke them because they, don't, they are not supposed to use that door. Yeah. Let me give you an example. 
I was watching a documentary last time, and there was a, in, uh, in Kizden, there was a guy, his door or window was open, and a black mamba find himself into his bathroom. Now, the, ba- the, ba- the ba- black mamba took advantage of the opening. If it was not opening, it wouldn't be in there. So when doors are open, not only angels pass through, demons try to pass through too. <laughs> okay, let me go through scriptures so that we can hear what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians 3, 1 to 2. I want us to read it. I want to go quickly to finish this thing. Oh, Lord, will I finish it? Okay. Second Thessalonians 3, 1 to 2. He said, finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men for not all have faith. When the door of the preaching was open, there were wicked men that came in that opposed Paul. Hallelujah. I say wicked men came in and opposed Paul. One of the greatest assignments of Satan is to prevent you from entering the open door. Because as long as you don't open the door, you are a wanderer. And if you are a wanderer, you don't fulfill the mission for which God sent you. So it will distract you with things. He will present things to you that will look nice in order for you to bite, to take the bait. And when you take the bait, you miss the door. Be vigilant. I say be vigilant. The Bible says be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, does not sleep. He is roaring around like a, he's going around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he might devour. So, you know that open doors attract wicked people and wicked and jealousy. When your door is open, that's the time where everybody wants to gossip about you. When your door is open, that's the time everybody tries to make you bitter so that you can miss on purpose. Don't take the bait. I said, don't take the bait. At work, people will stand against you. Don't take the baits. Hallelujah. At home, circumstances will come to make you doubt of what God has done. Don't take the baits. Things will come even in your own body to make you doubt the grace of God. Don't take the baits. Ah. Ah, people will talk negative about you. Don't take the baits. People will arise against you. Don't take the baits. Oh, people that you help will turn their back against you, but don't take the because if you do it, you will miss your open door. Circumstances will come to question what you believe. It means you're preaching faith and something happened does not look like faith. You preach healing and suddenly your body is not doing well. 
You are saying God is powerful and suddenly something unpowerful happens. And it's like, what? And then you start to question the foundation of what you believe. And once you do so, you have mystery open door. I said, don't take the bait. What do you think happened to Joseph? God opened a door in the spirit and showed a dream to Joseph. And since that day, his life was never the same again. What was supposed to be a blessing became almost a curse because of the people around. He had the misfortune to release what God gave him too early. And those who heard it, heard it at the wrong time. How can you tell your brothers you're going to rule over them while you have no power to rule over them? Oh my God. Oh my God. You wait. You wait. It took me 17 years to stand at the rooftop. Don't be in hurry to unveil what God is telling you to people that are not from by your sides. Look for an Elizabeth at Akashata. Look for an Elizabeth. When Mary was pregnant, the angel says, you don't tell anyone. You go to Elizabeth because we are experiencing the same that you are experiencing. You cannot release the thing that God is showing you in the spirit to somebody that is not in the spirit. What do you think he will do? He will terminate your vision. You need to look for somebody. You need to look for somebody that talks your language. Somebody that believes like you. When you share what you are saying, the person will glorify God for you. Like Elizabeth glorified God for the baby in the womb. Let me show you how it works. Magi's made a mistake. They went and shared the news to Herod. And Herod, instead of glorifying God, want to kill the baby. If you share the, new, the news to the wrong person, it will terminate your pregnancy. My God, I'm praying the name of Jesus that you may be able to have spiritual discernment. Whom shall I talk to? Whom shall I confide myself into? I shall not release the word so early. I must wait for God's appointed time. Because although God is with you, not everybody is with you. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Ooh. So doors are going to be open. So doors are going to be open. I see favor coming to the body of Christ. Listen, the hands of favor is upon you like never before. The hands of grace is upon you like never before. My God, my God, my God. It's happened to me this week. My gate was not working. Yo, it went out of rhythm. When you close the gate, it stopped halfway. Does that not? And you know, there is something I am not. I am not too much technical. So... I phoned Leon and I said, there is a problem with my gate. Just get somebody to come and fix it. And uh, when we opened the gate, it bypassed the rail. You see the gate going the other side. And that small thing that turns it is here, the gate is the other side. 
and you have to pull it <laughs> coming back. Now, if it was you, it was a small matter, but me, it was a big thing. <laughs> we have all our challenges. <laughs> I'm not equipped in some areas, so it's a challenge. Listen, there is no one ignorant. You are ignorant as to the area where you don't know. If you, talk, if you take medicine, I'm an ignorant man. But when you take the Bible, the doctor might be ignorant. So that's why you cannot say to somebody, you are so ignorant, you are so a fool. Because in the area where you are speaking, you are knowledgeable. But move to this area, you will be a fool too. Somebody hear my voice. Don't allow anyone to tell you you are not intelligent enough. Don't allow anyone to tell you you cannot do it. Because as far as God is concerned, you can do all things for Christ who gives you the strength. So uh, 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 before the guy comes, I gave me a quotation. I said, God, this is a, a stealer. Ha. The devil is stealing from me. January already. You're starting with gates. So I went out again. And Leonas called the guy. The guy was on his way, but something delayed him. He didn't have a lot of personal. So I went and I shook my gate. I said, in the name of Jesus. And I went back. I put my remote. And the gate went slow, 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 close. Open. <laughs> Fix. I phoned you. I said, tell the guy not to come. Until today, my gate is working fine. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the devourer. In the name of Jesus, I speak that everything that steal your finest this year, let it be shut down in the name of Jesus. I speak the word of the Lord. Let that sick child get healed. Let that sickness in your body go. You see, we need money to buy the land. You are paying medical bills. Instead of that money coming here, I rebuke that faith in the name of Jesus. The children of God will not pay hospital bills. They will pay so that God's kingdom may prosper. In Jesus' name, I, my God. Some stuff you don't know is an attack. You want to do something for God and suddenly that money you set aside, you are supposed to use it now for medical bills. We stop that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh my God, help me. Now, the good news is you don't need to fight to keep the door open because you did not open it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hallelujah. You do not open it. You did not open the door by your cleverness. You did not open the door even by your prayer life. You did not open any door because you can't open any door. The one that opened the doors have, have promised to fight for the door to keep open. Revelation 3.8, he said, I will open a door and no man will be able to shut it. But if I shut a door, no man will be able to open it. Don't worry about how to keep your door open. The Lord himself keeps it open. Look at what he says in Isaiah 49, verse 24 to 26. He says, can the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the captives of a tyrant be rescued? For that says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken. And the prey of a tyrant be rescued. For I will contend with those who contend with you. My God, my God, my God. I will contend. This is a promise for you in this year. God will contend with those who will contend with you. 
and look at it, he said, and I will save your children, my God. I like that part. Your children are saved. Your children will be saved by the Lord. Hear, hear my voice. The Lord said, I will save your, it's a promise. He said, I will save your children. So when your children are misbehaving, it hurts so. But go into your room, you say, they will be saved in the name of Jesus. Because God said, he will contend with those who contend with me. Doesn't matter that thing that is contending with you. God is arising. I will contend with those who contend with And I will save your children. So somebody say, my children shall be saved. Now you are saying, no, but I don't have children. It's because you are ignorant. Your children are in your loins. Yes, yes. Levi paid the tithe when he was in the loins of Abraham. Not even the loins of Jacob. Because Levi didn't come from Abraham, he came from Jacob. So Jacob was in there. Levi was inside of Jacob. And Jacob was inside of, oh my God, my God. Look at, look at how it goes. So your grandchildren are inside of you. Levi was a grandchild of Abraham. The Bible said Levi was in the loins of Abraham when he paid the tithe. It was not Levi, it was Jacob. But the Bible said Levi because Jacob, Levi was in Jacob. So I prophesy to you now that your grandchildren are already in your loins. So whatever you do now, you are doing it on their behalf. Yes. Abraham paid the tithe to Melchizedek, and that door of blessing was open, and it came through Jacob. He went through all the children. I speak today in the name of Jesus that your service to God, the ripple effect, is going to the generations to come. Therefore, don't go weary in serving God because you are changing a generation. Somebody help me. I'm excited this morning. I need to speak to somebody this morning. That you are sad because you think you are in trouble. It's a test. You just need to turn your garment around and turn it into a garment of praise. And say, my God, my God, you that start a good work in my life shall bring it to completion. Doesn't matter what I'm seeing now. I know the best is yet to come in my life. Why? Because I serve a God that does not forget people. When Cain killed Abel, the Bible said the blood of Abel cried out to the Lord. Do you know that according to the Hebrew understanding, it was not just the blood of Abel. It was the blood of the descendants. Because the door was closed for them to come. When Abel was killed, children that were supposed to come for him were screaming to God and said, Lord, somebody has shut the door. The blood of Abel screamed to him. But now there's another thing. When Jesus died at the cross, you were included in that blood. And the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks of better things. Therefore, the blood of Jesus is speaking mercy over you all the time. The blood of redemption. God fight for the door. He said, I will contend with those who contend with you and I will save your children. And he said, I will make your oppressor eat of their own flesh. Kataka, and they will be drunk with their own blood as sweet wine. Then all flesh shall know that I am the Lord, your Savior, and your Redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. Second Chronicles 20, 14 to 17. He said, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, son of Jehel, son of Metaniah, the Levite of the sons of Azaph. 
in the midst of the assembly. And he said to them, listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. That says the Lord God, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed at this great army. For the battle is not yours, but the battle is the law. I'm yet here to tell you, the battle in this year is not yours. Do not be afraid at what is happening. Look, for your Redeemer is coming. The battle is the Lord. Even in death, you shall still rejoice. Doesn't matter what happened, you will be an overcomer. He said, do not be afraid. So fear shouldn't be a factor in your life this year. So when things are happening, banish fear from your heart and know that the Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So doors are being opened right now in the name of Jesus. Doors are swinging open in the spirit for the voice of the Lord is mighty upon the waters. God is strong and mighty and he has spoken and no door shall be sat before you. But I want to end with this. Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourself for tomorrow. You will cross over to the other side. The door of the promised land was open. It took sanctification to go for it. So you must be here, you might be here shouting with us and you won't enter the door. Why? Because you have no appetite to sit in the presence of God. You have no appetite to disconnect yourself from the taste of the flesh. You still like the Delilahs, but you have a hair. You are strong, but the taste of Delilah has not gone out of your mouth. The taste of the flesh. With all his strength, he lied on the lap of Delilah and he was shaved. How pitiful it is when a mighty one is shaved by a woman without strength because of the taste of the flesh. Samson's hair was taken, his eyes were broken, and he pleaded for mercy. And his hair grew again. I have a good news for you. Your hair will grow again. Doesn't matter how far you have fallen, you can ask for God to restore you. Doesn't matter how far you have gone, the grace of mercy is here this morning. You can stand up and say, Lord, have mercy on me. And the blood of Jesus will sanctify you through and through. This is what is happening this morning. And I believe that God is calling to you now. <laughs> Thank you, Father. I see, I see amazing things happening to people this year. I, but I see the challenge connected to those things. In a way that people will lose heart thinking God didn't tell them the, or we didn't hear a word from God. But every challenge is a prospect for a miracle. So I'm telling you, when the challenge is associated to your open door, it's a blessing. Yes, it's a blessing because when you go through an open door that has challenges attached to it, you become a leader to nations. Joseph had a challenge attached to his open door. He ruled Egypt, a foreign land that didn't belong to him in the natural. God is going to give you something that you were not supposed to have this year. Why? Because God will go before you. Ooh, hallelujah. Let, 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 let me now speak of what I didn't speak about last time. Now, I've finished 
And I want to tell you, if you are here and you want to today make a confession and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you are listening to me live or you are here in the house and you say today, I want to give my life to Jesus, can you lift up your hand quickly before I release the, the, the rest of the prophecies of 2024? Can you lift up your hand if you are here and say today, this is my day. I want to make right with Jesus. Is there anyone in this house? Please come and help me. They like music. When music plays, they move. <laughs> Even Elisha liked it. He said, bring me a musician. And when the musician was playing, the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he started to prophesy. So if you are here and you want to receive Jesus today as your Lord and Savior, please lift up your hand from where you are. Do it quickly. Wherever you are, lift up your hands and say, today is my day. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Is there anyone in the house that wants to do that today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Graham, it feels like you have no one today. Okay, so next time they invite me unsaved. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just play with us. So, so this is what I need to add to what I said at the, at the rooftop. The world. These prophecies that I'm giving are more concerning the world because I gave the one concerning the church. And I say that, that God will pour favor on the church in this year. That's why God is calling us to sanctify ourselves in order to see his grace. But you need to understand that this year the church will be tested and tried. I told you there is a sifting coming. The church will be tested and tried. And so that the faith of the church, more precious than gold, may appear even more, uh, let me say, uh, more, more pray, that it will deserve more praise. So this year, if there is a testing of faith, know that it's just a test. The testing of faith will not kill you. It will strengthen you. So things might happen that looks like, but you'll come out of it in the name of Jesus. You'll come out of it. It might be tough, but you'll come out of it. Hallelujah. Now, I go on the world stage, and uh, I'm praying, because people are listening to us from other countries. So the people in Nigeria, I want you to pray for your nation because this year your president will be forced to defend his seat. I don't know what is going to happen, but he will be forced to defend his seat. And we pray against the killing and the massacre in Nigeria that God may arise and the enemies may be scattered because these are the things that are in the background. Now, this year pray for your celebrities because celebrities are going to encounter things. I see some of them departure, departing before time. So pray for them. If you, have, if you know them, send them a message. Tell them to get, to get to know Jesus because there is something on their head and the enemy wants to take them before time. So pray for your celebrities. Hallelujah. I say the sea will roar through big wave and unexpected wave. Pray for the coming election in South Africa. There is something that is in the spirit. Pray for it. Pray for it because if we are not careful, there will be contestation that will create chaos in some part of the country. And you intercessors, take it this year that you're going to pray for the election of South Africa. This election will be different from all other elections you have seen in this country. You need to understand that. I want you to pray for the airspace. Pray for the safety of the planes this year. Now, I see, I saw a big riot in, the, in, the, in, in America and to center around the election. There is, there is a big riot coming. We need to pray. 
natural disasters in many parts of the world, especially in the Asian countries. But what will also show me that this year the Asian countries' churches will grow strong. There will be a revival in the underground churches in the whole Asia. Many people in Asia will come to the Lord. North Korea this year will have underground church like never before. The gospel will penetrate North Korea because the Lord is arising. You're going to see all this and you're going to hear about them. Hallelujah. Pray for Malawi. There is a test coming for the nation of Malawi. The Lord is multiplying you. And things that were difficult suddenly will become easy for you. There's a grace that will usher you into things that you couldn't do before. And suddenly, those things that you couldn't do, you will find out you are doing them. And it will be like, I'm doing it. And you will be shocked because God is giving you new strength to do the things that you couldn't do before. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray, but let's have an offering before. Then we're going to stand up, pray, and, and finish the service. Hallelujah. Let's have our offering, and then we're going to pray. What? Let's have an offering. Please, don't go home. It's an offering. It's not give your offering and go home. Just sit. And then, while we are praying, I'm going to pray for a few people for the here. So just have your offering ready, and then we're going to pray. I want the worship team to come and back me up again. The last song you sang, just lead us into that song again. <laughs> 